Hello everyone, welcome to the 31 Days of Dread, a Dream Warriors annual podcast event. Today, we're talking Demon Wind. People hate this movie, people love to make fun of it, but guess what, there's a silver lining. So, I'm Peter, aka Pad, your host, your boy. That music's already rolling in, we got those scary sounds, so let's just get through the intro and jump into it. Hello everyone, thank you again, this is Peter, and thank you for joining me. If, if you're listening to me through the audiotronics, through the interwebs and the sound waves and all this technology, I mean, it's it's even an amazing thing that I, I'm being brought from the Dream Warrior studio into your earlobies. It, it's, it's an amazing thing. And there's just so much happening. I, I, I can't tell you how much I love the 31 Days of Dread because... This is year two of it, but it seems like every single year I find these movies. And some, look, some of them are kind of like on the list. Some of them aren't. You know, I have to leave some, like, some availability so I can kind of get into something. And sit down and be excited and talk to you as we're doing right now. Because we're talking Demon Wind, 1990. The tagline for this movie is... It'll blow you away. And I was blown away by this movie. Now, if you Google this movie, you're not going to find much. Uh, IMDB doesn't have a lot. Wikipedia doesn't have a lot. And there's not much out there as of like retro reviews. Um, I'm not sure if Red Letter Media jumped on this movie. I, I would assume they have. And if they haven't, they should. So maybe someone should tweet uh, tweet this to Red Letter media, media. So I do have a little bit of, of a history with this movie. This was another one of my VHS non-rentals when I was younger. Uh, I just I remember this movie having a lenticular cover and uh, possibly like even a lenticular like maybe 11 by 17 poster that the movie store had up. And I so here here's a crazy thing. The artwork for this movie is a demon. Uh, you know, a well-rendered demon. Uh, it, that's actually somewhat in the style of what appears on camera, I will say. Uh, bursting through a window, and the curtains are being blown, and glass is being blown, and it says, Demon Wind, and uh, it'll blow you away. And it's kind of like green. The demon's green. The background's a little purplish. Let, let me just double-check. <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> so, like, even, like, the dominant colors for the poster is green and purple, it's a good combo, the combo of the uh, Joker, the, the Batman villain. And uh, wh- why am I getting into this? Because it wasn't until I was uh, gearing up to talk about this movie with you <laughs> that I realized that, that the movie title was Demon uh, Wind and not Demon Wind. See, I always thought this was a VHS like horror movie. I thought, and, and the window I always thought was a VHS tape that the demon was bursting out of. Now, th- this is just my memory versus reality. But for whatever reason, you know, I had a false memory on even like uh, the the pre- like the premise of this movie. Now, Demon Wind is such an interesting title. Like can can, can we all just sit down and agree on that? 
why is it interesting because it just conjures these ideas like what <laughs> what exactly does demon wind mean um and we really like it doesn't even matter if we have like an explanation of it uh in like in the movie because the type of movie this is this is a top shelf let's tear it apart movie now i spoke about this a little bit last year with the bunny main murders there is a uh and the previous you know with chopping mall so and and I'm, I'm just trying to organize some of my thoughts real quick see chopping mall was great because they had clear intent the intent of the the filmmakers was very clear their inspiration their uh what they were reaching for was there and we could we could see it now you might be like okay Pete, what are you talking about? The reverse of that, okay, is a production that doesn't have the right actors, doesn't have the right script, uh, potentially the right director who is letting things kind of spin out of control, and doesn't have the right producer who's reeling it all in. Because, uh, like, you now a lot of times, the uh, the more multifaceted of a producer you have, um, you know, like, they can come in and help with a troubled production. Uh, th- this is also why uh, a lot of directors, you know, become producers, become executive producers, okay? Uh, there, there's an expansion of the director role into the producing role, which enables and helps the production. Yeah, like if you want to look at someone highly successful at that, that we can relate to. You know, you can always look at the movies produced by Steven Spielberg. But yeah, um, so what am I getting at here? So this this movie doesn't really uh, doesn't really carry intent very well because it doesn't know what it is. It doesn't know really uh, what it's trying to be. It doesn't know maybe at the its own point. But Demon Wind is very ambitious. This movie, even right now, could be remade today in a glorious fashion. Uh, potentially, this movie could be a six to ten part uh, miniseries for Netflix. I mean, it, it, it's packed with history and story. Now, any movie that be opens in the past, I'm kind of like already signed up to enjoy because I love lineage, I love legacy type storylines. G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, I'm looking at you, uh, the Transformer movies. You know, like how it's really hard not to enjoy the Transformer movies as they marched on because they just go, they kept going more and more into the past. You know, <laughs> going back to the prehistoric era with the uh, Dark of the Moon. Or was it Dark of the Moon? <laughs> I think. No, not Dark of the Moon. Uh, maybe the uh, Last Night. Might, might have been the Last Night. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting a Transformer movie here, people. Right? There's five of them. Dark of the Moon was three. Last Night. Oh, yeah. What's that middle one? The, the first Mark Wahlberg. Age of Extinction. I'm sorry. Here we go. We got our Transformers recollection back. Age of Extinction goes right into the prehistoric era. I just think it's fun. I love... Just seeing how like they weave these stories and like they tell these stories and things are connected and and they were there all along. So this this movie deals with like 
a family legacy, a family curse. The son uh, is trying to figure out why his father committed suicide. Him and his friends go to a cabin. Like, it's all a setup, okay? There's people, uh, you know, at the rest stop trying to scare these people away. And look, we, we get into a cabin. The, the introduction into the scene, like the setting, is is so well thought out, but it, it doesn't have any impact. And and the, the reasons for that is, is if we analyze the scene, we're not connected to the characters by that point. We don't care what the characters are doing. The, the characters aren't selling the mystery. Um, or even then, like, there should be, like, a tension because we're seeing the cabin one way and they're seeing it another okay and it that's this is what i mean about like we're we're just movie stretches for ambition and the people that immediately rip it apart and attack it as you can see on rotten tomatoes and you know that's really your only like best source to read more about this movie uh you know you're you're doing uh yourself a disservice uh, i think as a, a film audience member now this movie definitely has a lot to make fun of. Okay, is it a, another drinking game movie? Not so much because it, again, it's not. It doesn't have intent. Uh, Chopping Wall is a perfect drinking game movie because it is trying to be this thing, and we can expect troops. We can expect uh, stereotypes. We we can expect uh, like even like a repetition when it comes to the story unfolding. We we don't get it with this. Okay, but but we do get this interesting scene with the cabin, and the reason why I'm focused on this because when I was watching this, like I'm trying to put it together to how I would um, do it, like you know, like like how 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 would I improve this with like a little budget with you know uh, you know like with the same set, like what if you had the same set, okay, and you have your actors, you set up your cameras, and you, you, you say action. Okay, where are we putting the cameras? How are we going to edit this? We, we need to build tension into the scene. Now, the scene has no tension whatsoever. The, the, the scene is somewhat confusing. But it's interesting. You know, and, 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 and this is our takeaway from movies like, like Demon Wind. Because they're still made with a, uh, with a love. They're made with a point of view. And, you know, it's a little bit of, like, we can call it the, the Dream Warriors curb. The Dream Warriors has a curb. I'm sorry. It needs to have a curb. That's called editorial. That's called designed direction. And and the curb is that we, we go for positive first all the time. Look, people are ripping the Venom movie apart. Dream Warriors, 31 Days of Dread, Day 5 of this year. The Day 5 movie, Venom. People are ripping apart. And they're, they're missing the broad the broad strokes of that movie they're missing the intent and they're, they're immediately comparing it to 90s superhero action movies which is very odd to me i because there's there's so much in that movie that that, that the 90s weren't even attempting but anyway uh yeah so we have the cabin scene and then we have a discovery of some of the rules to how to fight the demons because we know the demons are coming and through the discovery of this, we we get actually nice posterized nighttime sequences. You know, studio shot, indoor studio sequences. But they're posterized, meaning that, you know, you, you can take nearly any frame 
of when they're they're stalking the demons and the demons are stalking them at night and you, you, we can make a poster of it okay it's it's that well shot it's that well lit uh you know is it a little bit fake of course but then again it's the 90s and shooting at night uh, always uh even now it's a difficult thing they they really cool uh, venom's attack for being shot at night which is a little bit weird because he's a villain uh i don't know why like you would want him in the uh, daytime to be quite honest yeah and these are 90s level demons okay uh demons coming out of the, the the age of the 80s okay uh the 80s era okay by this i mean the demons are mocking tormenting they're trying to lure these people away they're trying to uh nitpick um you know poke away at feelings and emotions and, and all these beautiful interesting uh parts of the human psyche and and the he- the, the demons are the extension of the human psyche uh, thrown right back at us and, and you know we, we've seen this a lot in, in a lot of movies now demons you know like insidious and, and so on and so forth the conjuring the, 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 these demons are way way more sophisticated it's almost like they've uh, went to college uh the, 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 these are definitely uh <laughs> mba demons that, that we have in cinema today but now and and I like the makeup. I like the look. Uh, I think some of it, some of the demons are a little too bright. That would be my only knock. I don't know if it's a part of the transfer because I'm watching it on Amazon Prime, and I don't know if it's if it's brightened up a little bit. I don't know. But quick side note: if uh, if we were to, to sit down and purchase this movie without the miracle of Amazon Prime, without the miracle of streaming. And having an app to download, okay, and start watching this stuff, uh, it's it's roughly uh, fifty to eighty dollars on eBay. Uh, this is not a cheap venture, okay. And you can buy the DVDs, but if you did want the VHS, and I'm and I'm gravitating a little bit more towards VHS VHS because there's something about the the quality of the, the grain, the quality of the footage, or the presentation. That I think some of these movies are, are, are you know, should be experienced uh, on VHS tape. But with that being said, I think it's amazing that I can watch it. I don't have to bust my butt on eBay to, to get a copy. But uh, yeah, so uh, this this movie has like its moments. It has its times, and and at the end of the movie, it's just a bunch of kids with guns. <laughs> walking around blasting demons blowing demons heads off getting some of their heads removed okay and the movie's gory okay and the movie definitely definitely has uh almost like friday the 13th level murder so if if you're coming out of like you know the friday the 13th movies that were kind of like slipping down at this point and you got this movie from the, the video store i feel like you would have been happy um, but the, but the problem though is that Friday the Thirteenth always did the teenagers well. Like in all of those movies, who they were setting up to get murdered was just done well, and it's done well with a. They had kind of like better jokes, better tropes, and just better looking people. You know, people that were just designed to be to be in movies. So like they, these are some of the things that that this movie's lacking. But. Um, Wow, it's really hard for me to say not to watch this movie. I think if you have Amazon Prime, go check out uh, Demon Wind. <laughs> and and if you're not doing that, 
uh, check me out. I'm doing Inktober on Instagram at AKA Pad. Uh, find all kinds of ways to support me. The um, AKA Pad.com, my website is like, so real quick. So I have this vision for the website. And the vision for the website is that I want, I want people to be able to search anything and you bring up my entire work of that subject. So if you if you typed in Wolverine, you would get everything that I've ever done with Wolverine. And it would just be there. Boom. So I'm working very hard on that. Uh, and that's live development. You can check it like once a week and just see how things are coming along. Um, you can find me on Twitter, aka Pad, Snapchat, aka Pad, aka Pad13, again on Facebook. And any support that you have, there, there's ways to support me e- either through eBay, Etsy, Patreon. Uh, you help fund original content, you help keep this stuff going, and it's, it's all greatly appreciated. And hey, uh, Charles Philip Moore, I'm pretty sure. Let, let me double check if this is a director, right? Charles Philip Moore. Uh, I think he did a good job. And it's it's a shame that uh yeah, I feel like I should research him a little bit more because if I uh his name's not even clickable on Wikipedia. <laughs> well there you go. But uh yeah, I'm not gonna keep everyone here too long. Because we got another movie to jump into. We have day day nine wow we're already up to day eight it is blowing by i was i've developed such a uh interesting um method of doing this and it took me a year to do it but uh you know like i feel like i i have the rhythm i have the flow i took a day off i took saturday off just because my brain was about to melt between doing inktober and the 31 days of dread uh you know and you, you can see a more a lot more of it on instagram because it's it's about six posts a day and uh four of those posts are videos so it's it is grinding but look i love you all thanks for joining me um really appreciate hanging out with you uh it it means a lot to me and yeah don't you just love horror movies i love them have a great day and rock and roll Testing one two three. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? That is just coming in way strong. Let's just back it down a little bit, a little bit. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's put those headphones on. Let's put those headphones on. Let's let's do a podcast about Demon Wind from 1990. Everyone, thank you for joining me. This is Peter A. DeLuca, aka Pad, your host. Of the 31 Days of Dread, a Dream Warriors podcast annual event. You hear that scary music, the music's crawling in, and I'm here, I'm holding your hand. How many times do I have to do the intro? Just trying to loosen up. Hello everyone, this is Peter, aka Pad, other known as Peter Anthony DeLuca, I'm your host. This is the 31 Days of Dread, a Dream Warriors podcast annual event. You already hear that music. That. Uh, 